0: Hey guys, welcome back to the intentional queen podcast where women come to be empowered on their self-love self-healing and growth mindset journey I'm your host and also a life coach Uh, and i'm just glad to have you guys as always. So it's been a while since we chatted Uh, we're in december, but i've missed you. I hope you had a great thanksgiving holiday We've been doing some things here on the podcast. So i'm gonna give you all a little review Terry talked about on our episode about self-love. She talked about how we should definitely be writing letters to ourselves. She talked about embracing where you are even in the toughest moments. For instance, if you had a bad day at work, if you had a bad day with your mommy, know that your kids still love you, know that you're still the best mom. Get rid of the bad feelings of thinking you're not who you are or worthy, okay? I want to stress this to somebody right now. And I don't know who it's for, but no matter if you're winning or no matter if you're losing, you need to understand your value, your currency, who you are as a queen out here at these Straits is going to always be top notch. Your value never changes whether you're winning or you losing. Okay. You need to understand. You need to know that you got you at all costs. You hear me? You got you. once you know you got you, it don't matter if ain't nobody clapping for you in the streets. You can clap for yourself. But you know you can always hang out with us over here. We always got you, okay? You always got a place over here in Intentional Queen Tribe, okay? But I felt that was for somebody, especially lately with the holidays and everything like I said in life coaching, it has been a challenge listening to these women out here suffering. I'm on a Facebook group, actually a couple, but women were just talking about giving up and you know uh, and they have kids and everything, you know, which makes it even harder because it's like sometimes your kids are your why, meaning why you're surviving when you're in the trenches, okay but when you when you hear people say, they want to give up on themselves. You know, that that's a hard that's a hard place. And so I just really want to speak life into people because that's that's the purpose of this podcast, is for inspiration. You know what I mean? And if you feel it's very inspirational or you feel like somebody needs this message, please make sure you share. We out here to empower each other, but we're also out there to make iron sharpen iron, okay? I had my brother on the podcast, we did another sibling conversation, we did representations, not a true representation. That episode was a blessing as well. We talked about so much on there. And so definitely that's a good episode. I did the Thanksgiving holiday episode and that was a replay. And what I mean by the replay, I called it good, bad, and indifferent. Thank you, living in a space of gratitude. And what I wanted people to understand is there is something to always be grateful for. Okay. Whether that's your health, whether that you woke up this morning, whether you just ate, whether you have a job, you know, whether your kids are okay with me being a nurse and doing anesthesia, you know, being a nurse anesthesiologist, it's just definitely a lot. Okay. And especially when I'm taking care of young kids And I've had some sick cases lately that have made me hug my baby a little bit more and just say, thank you, Father, that. I, I I don't have to deal with what this parent is going through right now. And I get a little emotional because one of the cases happened for me and it, it actually, it, it made me very sad after doing that case and having to look the parents in the face when we got the news of what happened, meaning we took the baby in for surgery and we were hoping for positive things and we got negative uh, news and we're the ones that have to report back to the parents and look them in the face and tell them that, you know, what we found was not good news and and here they just had a happy go-lucky baby and now their baby is very sick very sick and not gonna do well those are not words you want to hear you know and it, it takes me back to another story not to make this sad but you know being an empath and being a nurse I, you just always want to help so where I'm going with this is you know I had this one case. I got paged to an emergency case about a man and I never, this is HIPAA, so I'm never going to tell you full disclosure just for, you know, we always got people listening, just know it's intentional and I'm not going to be giving personal information. That's not how I roll, but I want you to get some concept here. Okay. And we'll call the person John. Okay. And John was brought in Rushed in through the emergency room, and John was going through a big life event, and they they were very because you know we talk amongst each other, and they called me down. They said it's this man, and he then drank something like bleach or something, and he's crazy. You know he needs a psych consult. Like something's not right. And they're they're not laughing at the man talking about the staff, but they're more so baffled. Like, how could a person drink this and what's going on? And, you know, I'm wobbling over there. Yeah, I was pregnant. So I was wobbling over to him to to do a pre-op assessment because they're like, Janine, we got to rush him into the operating room and we have to do surgery. We got to figure out what's going on with him because he drank this agent and we're worried about, you know, some other things. So I'm like, okay. So I go over, I'm talking to him and this is when I tell you sometimes God puts you in events and I go up to him and I just see his face so now I don't even want to talk about anesthesia I just want to talk to him and I'm like hey and people are all there but I asked them to leave the room and I I just start talking to him and I say hey John look because you know that's what we're gonna call him here okay and I said John what's going on what made you drink this and he said look I see them people out there laughing about me and all this stuff, but I did what I had to do and I lost my family and my wife left me. I don't see my kids and I wanted to kill myself. So I did it intentionally, but am I going to die from what I drank? And I said, well, one, I'm sorry to hear about everything that's happening. We're going to do an assessment and make sure you're okay. That's why we're having this surgery, but I want to make sure mentally you are okay. And let's talk about it. And so I had this big feeling come over me. Can I pray with you? And so I said that out loud. Can I pray with you? And he was like, yes, you're the only nice person that came up to me and tried to understand why without just talking about what happened. And it made me emotional. And when you pregnant, you're already emotional anyway. But I go up to him and I lay my hand on him. I pray over him. And I just say, God, you know, I pray that when we go into the operating room that, you know, we can go ahead and turn this around, that there's not much damage and heal his heart and heal his mind and, you know, give him some sense of comfort and peace. Then I do the rest of the assessment. I take him into the operating room. We're going to sleep. Okay. And I'm giving him medicine and he's, he's looking at me. He's scared. He's crying. And he's like, Janine, I don't want to die. And I was just like, honey, we just going to go ahead. You're going to take this nap. I'm going to be here when you wake up and we just going to deal with whatever needs to be, but you're not by yourself today. Okay. And he said, that gives me comfort. So he went to sleep. We did the procedure and by the grace of God, everything was okay by his procedure. And when he woke up, first thing he said is, Janine, am I okay? And I said, yes, you are, John. You did awesome. And everything is turned around. And he was like, thank you for not giving up on me and praying for me and all that. And I said, John, I just want you to get some help and get some healing and just know that it's not worth losing your life. We, We want you to do better. God wants you to do better. I said that to that man. That man came back and visited me later. I don't know, maybe a few months or so after that, but he got his life turned back around. But what I wanted to say by hitting y'all with that news is the brain is fragile. The mind is fragile. The devil stay busy. Like you really got to know when you in them dark places on how to come up out of it. Okay. And part of that goes to what we're talking about today, teaching people how to treat you. Okay. And also... Showing people how to help themselves and also asking for what you need. And see, that man at that time needed something, okay? And I was able to just provide a hug, a lending ear, okay? Moral support, prayer, whatever it is. It's people out here in need. So sometimes it's not financial. They just need you to be there. But I'm going to flip it. Sometimes you can be in that enabling spirit, right? Where you want to be super save them, okay? And you can't always save everybody. And that's when you have to teach them how to treat themselves and to do it themselves. So that's our episode today after I didn't give y'all that little little tidbit. But where this this term came up is I went to um the virtual event of Women Evolve with Sarah Jake Roberts and she had some good speakers on there and one of them was Nedra Childwood and she definitely blessed my soul when she started talking about you got to teach people how to treat you and you also need to show people how to help themselves. I remember when I had my guest LaTorcia Pete come through on an intentional self-care series, okay? And we talked about sometimes you can drown trying to save someone because they pull you down with them. And so you have to be careful when you're out there super saving them because sometimes you can drown trying to save people. And as a nurse, our, our first instinct is I got to help you. I got to save you. And sometimes you flip that into your personal life. And this is what I'm saying. You have to, I even think I said it in the ego, EGO, the struggle is real. We have to do things because we want to, not because people want us to do it. One more time for the person at bat, do things because you want to, not because people want you to do them. Because what will happen is if you always lead in the place of doing things, because people want you to do it, You will find yourself in resentment and regret because when they don't return, return, not a favor, but when they don't return that effort or they're not treating you like you're treating them, now you feel salty because you went in with an expectation, okay? And you have to always expect the unexpected and you don't put expectations on people. That's one thing I had to learn. You need to expect the unexpected, but don't put expectations on people. You will constantly get hurt. You will be constantly let down. And that is because... Nobody can always stay at that standard and you can't expect people to be you. That's for somebody. You can't expect you inside of people. So, yes, you're an empath and yes, you're a caregiver and yes, you like to help people and yes, you'll go the extra mile. But you can't expect they're going to do that for you when it's your time. But what you're not going to do, though, okay? because this is where Nedra goes with it is what you're not going to do is not keep asking for help because see what happens is when you get get into them spaces where them people ain't show up for you like you thought they was then you'd be like man see this is why I do it by myself because I ain't got time because people don't even be coming through nah what happened is you asked the wrong people not that you didn't ask that wasn't the wrong action asking was a good action okay but you asked the wrong people so don't ever stop not asking for what you need Nedra goes on to say whether you come in out of a breakup you need something Whether you a single mom and you need something whether you had a new baby and you need something Whether you had a new job and you got some new life expectancy things going on Have your list ready of what you need okay and you ask people can you okay to the single moms out here Sometimes you just need a minute you need a beat I want to go get these nails did I want to go get my toes done have a pedicure Um, can you wash the baby for an hour Okay. Like make sure you, you you asking. I remember when I was pregnant with my son and my mom was like, what do you get a girl that got everything? And I was just like, I don't know what I want. And I had just had the baby and I I like my house to be clean. I don't like no dirty house. My mom said, you know what? I'm going to get you a maid to come through and, and clean. I still remember that gift. It was simple, meaning like it wasn't nothing. She had to go way out her way to do, but it made my life simple. I, I had a need that needed to be fulfilled. I wanted this house spick and span. I just had a baby and I wanted it up to par. Shout out to Nanda. Nanda came, rocked that thing. When you are a superwoman and wanting to help people, you tend to do it for them. So then people get lazy. Okay, because they expect you to do it because you always do it. So this is my new thing. This is this is for somebody right here. If you consistently are doing things for people and not teaching them how to do it because they keep coming to you to do it. You now need to revert that energy and show them how to do it for themselves and then allow them to get to the place that they just do it on themselves without having to come back to you because people will get needy out there. Okay, and if you're going to always be the one to super save them, because you need to understand that the superwoman syndrome that I talk about meekness in a storm, that's real. We should Google that. Super woman syndrome is real and it will run you down into the ground because you feel you need to be everything to everybody, and your cape will be raggedy. Okay, your health will start to fail. You have to create stronger boundaries. No is a complete sentence. Okay, later is a complete sentence. Um, not right now is a complete sentence. Oh, I need to do this for me because people be quick to be like, Oh, that's so selfish that you have to do that for you. Pause. I can't show up for you if I can't even show up for myself. Sometimes you have. to make sure your cup is full before you can go into others. And that's a whole nother conversation that we're going to have a whole episode on. And that word is capacity. Sometimes people don't have the capacity to handle you. Okay. Or handle your needs. You cannot be upset with them. They should not be upset with you. You need to understand it is not personal. They don't have the capacity. Okay. It's like trying to pour a whole, uh, I'm drinking my water here. So my voice stay fresh. You are trying to have your 17 fluid ounce of water. Okay. And you're pouring into the cap. Okay. It doesn't have the capacity to hold the full bottle. It only has the capacity to hold enough water that's in the cap. So sometimes people are the cap. Okay. And you are the full bottle. And so therefore there's water in both, right? But they don't have the capacity to hold what you bring into the table. That's for somebody in the back. But we gonna talk about that on another episode right there. But hashtag capacity. And so teach people how to treat you. Hmm. I go on my Instagram stories and I talked about recently, I I had a health assessment, a health eval. um, I went back up lab work, this, that, and a third. And here on the podcast, I tell y'all in the beginning, I had testing, my testimony can empower people. And I met a lovely lady there at the doctor's office and I shared with her my journey of how I lost 30 pounds, how my thyroid has been turned around now, meaning... My throat has shrunken down. My eyes have went back in because they had got kind of, when you hit stress, you know, I won't make this too medical here, but you know, when you're super stressed, your body will start to shut down and my weight, my body was showing signs of induced stress. Cause I internalize stress. I'm, I'm a mover and shaker. So just cause it's bothering me, I'm going to still show up and do what I need to do. I don't let nothing hold me back, but it may wear me down. And so what I started to learn is I got to do better and not let that thing wear me down. You got to control your emotions you have to control how you react and once i started getting in the gym working on my triple b's and my tony gaskin language okay my brain my body and my brand. god turned that thing around 30 pounds down everything turned around blood pressure was sexy everything was good out there in the streets and this is what i'm saying to you is once i started teaching people how to treat me things went a little different and sometimes you'll learn who really benefited from you always showing up for them because they mad at you now in the streets. They salty at you now. She ain't doing like she used to do. No, I'm not. And I don't live where I used to live, meaning like the location of how I've transformed, not the physical location. But I'm talking about I have I'm not the same person I was. That's why intentional queen is level up your intentional queen to a better you. That's why I talk about we go through the phases of a caterpillar. To cocooning to a butterfly and flying free because you're not who you was when you went in the cocoon that you are when you come out. And sometimes people still want you to be that caterpillar you were, but that's not who you are no more. Okay. One more time for the person in back. You're not that caterpillar anymore once you hit butterfly phase, but don't you forget about where you used to be because those are lessons that are learned. Okay. And I want you to bloom where you are in those seasons because sometimes I do got people coming into the podcast, people that I life coach that are in places and spaces where they're starting out at the beginning and they're trying to figure out how to do the work. And it starts from within. So no matter however, I know it's cliche to say you need to understand that, but I felt like Nedra really said the thing with that. I'd said on that video about my weight loss and all that, and the lady that I met, but I said, know your why, okay? And really, when you out there in the streets and you're figuring out how you're navigating, how you're pivoting, you need to understand that you need to know why you're doing, what is your intention, okay? That's why it's called Intentional Queen. What is driving you? Okay. What's motivating you? And at the time I wanted to be the best mom. I wanted to be the best me. And I was like, all right, God, let me go here and get this trainer. Let me start kickboxing. Let me go ahead and cook differently. I'm out here with the roasted Brussels sprouts with a little bit of balsamic vinegar and some honey. Like I'm out here doing, doing a little things different, getting this salmon, right? Shout out to my friend. She's like, need to get this air fryer. Okay. Turned it to the air fryer guru. I'm at work. They're like, what you got today? I have, I have a egg white veggie frittata. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm laughing with y'all cause y'all need to understand. It's life changes, okay? And so when you start doing better, you start feeling better. And sometimes feeling better is letting the broken pieces fall off where they may. Sometimes that's letting people go that you thought was your forever people, okay? Sometimes that's family. And all you can do is bless them on because you don't got to live in hate. You wish them healing. You wish them love, okay? And you teach people how to treat you. And you show people how to help themselves because being a nurse, I had to start learning when I went, when I'm not up there providing anesthesia and putting people to sleep and delivering babies. Okay. I'm off duty. I am going to stay in the lane that I am at that moment. I'm a mom at that time. I'm a sister at that time. I'm an aunt at that time. I'm a daughter at that time, you know? And so when you know who you are, you stay in those roles. You cut down the superwoman syndrome because you need to understand that your mask is a cape as well. Um, you know how I talk about in the vulnerability episode. How you have to show up and be your authentic self, and we wear a mask—not like a COVID mask—but you wear a mask to to shield and protect yourself because you don't want to be vulnerable. Okay, and so sometimes people will become overly stimulated, over overly working, overly doing everything to the highest extreme. Hence, me—I'm talking about myself there with superwoman syndrome. Google that, and you know your cape can be. A mask, and I think that was Vanilla Swain. I said that she was on the podcast when she was talking about say yes to your yes, your elevated self. So this is just definitely something that I wanted to bring up, and that even goes into motherhood, teaching your kids. You know, I teach my son how to be independent in certain ways. You know, you make it age appropriate, but you teach them boundaries as well. And you teach them how to do it for themselves. Because now my son is at an age that he understand I'm not going to do every single thing, or I'll just do part of it. And you're teaching them how to be self-sufficient. Okay. My mom used to always say to me and my siblings that she would say, listen, I may not be here today. I may not be here tomorrow, but I want to know when I'm going that you know how to take care of yourself in my absence. And she used to say that all the time when we used to be like, well, mom, I can't. She said, I need you to know how to do it for yourself so that's a shout out to my mom on that and with me being a mom that's how I kind of live in my mantra of I want my son to be okay in my absence that he knows how to function for himself age appropriately but function for himself and you teach them that okay because you should raise a child up in the way they should go that's bible all day okay I want you guys to do healthy boundaries. I want you to continue to level up your intentional queen to a better you. Screenshot listening to the podcast. I hope this episode blessed you. I missed you guys. And I'll see you in two weeks, guys. Okay. Have a great week. Bye-bye.